0: The purple sport coat is not easy, but I did it, and I hope you appreciate it. You know, the significance of me being here was that 50 years ago, I was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. I, I, know, I know what you're thinking. I look pretty good for my age, but in my little apartment in Ithaca, New York, at Cornell University... And Jim Finks, the general manager. Hold love a It's a new and, residency here in honest, Vegas. They weren't on the top of my list for teams I wanted to be drafted by. Look out. In fact, there was only one team that I wanted to be drafted by less. Oh, my goodness. But I'm not going to mention Green Bay. <laughs> I see those cheeseheads over there. a great experience. Got to play in two Super Bowls and now, 50 years later, here I am in front of all you folks. This is really exciting for me. Minnesota Viking and former head coach at Blue Mountain State. Come on, we got to have some GOAT fans out there. This is right in Charles' wheelhouse. (laughs) Go GOATs, baby. Anyway... Is he going to get to the early? We... There we go. Read, I think, okay, read the card. He wants me to read the card. All right. Are we in the early years? Let's go, Ed. Here we go, Ed. He got us getting a hook. Not even any playoff music. Just read no. it. Just read it. Anyway, with the 42nd pick in the 2022 NFL draft.
1: Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. Welcome back to NFL Mayo. I'm Aiden.
2: After a good hiatus. Thought we were canceled. Um, believe me, we thought about it. Um, but, you know...
1: I wouldn't say that. I know. So you... here's the deal. Here's the situation. Aiden graduated college. Let's do a small round. Yeah, that's a good point. Followed by know, a brief get... moment of silence.
2: Yes. Well, hang on. First of all, say it again. <laughs> and then in the silence, everybody they can take a minute to salute quietly.
1: I would appreciate that but thank you. Uh so I graduated T all right, no, wait. who you know from the Keep draft it spectacular. Hold hold a minute. Okay, thank you for your salute. All right. uh, T came down to visit, probably likely got me sick and then subsequently got No, he was, a,
2: he was a typhoid. He fucking yeah, got all of us.
1: He he was a he was a plague doctor with a beak and then subsequently got Luke sick when Luke came back for mother's day. So then we were both sick and then allergies and graduation. And now we're here and we're here to talk about the draft and we're here to talk about the NFL happenings for our lovely audience. And I think we may even get Brad on at some point. We, to talk we about certainly
2: will. Stuff. I just needed, and it w- it w- I even considered now, but I just needed a buffer episode for us to come back and talk about the draft first. <clears throat> right. Um. But yeah, I think uh, going into training camp, brad's inside will be great cuz the Chargers look like fucking contenders like so.
1: And it's cool because he's pretty much a singularly focused NFL guy on the Chargers. And it's like the Chargers can do no wrong. Uh I want to slob all over the Chargers. Kind of like me this as a is kid, how they're perfect with the Vikings. So yeah, it's so I can't wait to get his uh insight. I mean, it, it must be fun to have a good team that's ascending.
2: I was about to say, like, I mean, he's he's in a pretty good spot for to be that way right now. Like, He deserves it. Yeah, good for them. Um, I did watch them lose in person to the Vikings. Um, and their team couldn't make the playoffs when they were served on a silver platter. But, you know, regardless.
1: The other coach gave a gentleman's nod that we will take this as a tie. And then they said no. I will not, I'll go for it. I'll it go was, for it It again. was the
2: equivalent of like when that dude from uh from the opposing football team came up to you and was like, I like it twenty five, and you go, fuck you.
1: That was <laughs> That
2: happened. Yeah, so that was that was uh the Chargers. But you know, we we aside. So
1: Dude, real quick, I'm sorry. I'll never forget when at halftime I went out. I think they did this at East Peoria. At halftime they had one captain representative come to midfield to like Shake up and then talk for a second, and then the referee was like, "It's getting a little chippy out there. I don't want to see any like stuff." And I'm like, "Yeah, no problem." And then the other kid's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and I shook his hand, and then that kid did a dirty play like immediately, and I'm like, "Liar!"
2: Did you yell? Did you know that? Club? No, I
1: didn't know. <laughs> no, liar! I did not yell. Traitor! Liar, but I thought it in my head. That is so. You're a dirty bad. player,
2: dude. You just told the ref that you wouldn't do that. Um. I mean, Do you I have no integrity. Well, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, certainly not. The middle, everybody knows the middle I Conference wasn't necessarily a bastion of integrity. I it mean, it was not.
1: I mean, like,
2: but famous people for sure, if you think about it, like Colton Underwood's famous as shit.
1: Yeah, that kid walked right over me from an attempted tackle.
2: Middle I Conference. All right. Um, let's, let's, let's get a little draft recap-tacular in. And then after that, we'll, we'll see what other lucy's we pick up. See where
1: out. it goes? Yeah. All right. And, and so honestly, the draft, like,
2: it, can be, it can be general. Like, I want to hit the, the, hit the highlights. Hit the high notes for me.
1: I say we hit the highlights and then go over our, our team's yeah, respective sounds, that draft. That sounds case. great. Not only that, I think the Vikings had significant interplay with pretty much every NFC North team. It was a gross. With the decisions they made. It was kind it was of was very night. disgusting. Yeah. So, all right. So, let me let me break this down. So, we were all on a group chat. So, we got to basically enjoy all of the happenings together. It made it very difficult to actually keep track of everything because the first round ended up being one of the most wild first rounds ever. A lot of shit happened. Quarterbacks were not flying off the board like we thought they were. Wow. Certain players started slipping who were in the green room badly. Uh, so, to to kind of break it down, we have... Two of the cornerbacks that Luke desperately needed went immediately. Oh yeah, third and fourth gone. They went to the Jets with Sauce Gardner, and they Derek Stingley with the Houston Texans. So tell me about that real quick. I'm gonna pull up the actual draft order.
2: Um. So the the thing about the draft was like the hype is so real, and we were all so excited for it. Um. Leading up to it, me you and T have been talking about it nonstop. Like it's a it's a big deal in my family. Right, I, like I got it. We're pumped. So like, and I and I love having the Thursday night moved into a prime time. Just the first round. Like it's great. Um, I looked back on what we were talking about last year and stuff, and like, we, I think we have an episode that's that's like called the best draft ever with a question mark and stuff like that. Like it was so deep last year, and I feel like the draft even the year before was so swaggy. This one. Uh, there's some gyms in there but it wasn't uh, it wasn't nearly as flashy so like yes. the the TV the TV aspect of it um, was not necessarily as prominent but that all kind of changed once like things start wheeling and dealing and uh, people start making trades and like some interesting like sauce garter jumps over stingley which is not something I expected uh, all that sort of all that sort of stuff uh, things kind of started to unfold
1: we were I was wrong so stingley went first. He went third to the Houston Texans. I, I said it backwards. I
2: said it backwards. But it was, it was no, surprising. No, I said it. I
1: said it backwards okay. like five minutes ago. But it was yeah.
2: surprising because they, they said that everybody said it was going to be yeah. Saus, not Stingley. Um, Correct. And so when Stingley went, I was like, oh, fuck. Well, that was the second corner. So the first one's going to go and the Vikings won't get one and yada, yada. It was uh, a lot of pins and needles being there with a new head coach and a new GM. Um, Same. Same samey's. He, here's what I'll say before I get into it too deep, but it's just like, hey man, I'm fine with the with the result. I just don't necessarily i didn't I didn't love the means. the
1: process. Well you so i'll I'll just say what Luke said, and this is kind of like from the perspective of like how Luke follows college to the draft, and it was like we got the guys at the positions I wanted. So time will tell if they are good. You know what I mean? And that was kind of the sentiment, correct me if I'm wrong.
2: No, totally. It's
1: just that how you got those guys at those key positions was fucking messy. Um, shall we kind of go over some of the main themes and highlights of this first Please. round now that I have the Please. whole list?
2: you're, you're the draft god. I wish we had tea here to like, it, it so, honestly, it feels right, like blue ball. It would go well. Yeah, it feels like without him. So, sorry to the listeners.
1: So i'd say tni's mock draft was kind of similar to what we thought what actually happened surprisingly except for the quarterback stuff you saw trayvon walker go number one fall by aiden hutchinson to the lions the aforementioned corner run drake london went number eight to the falcons which was kind of strange to me because he's basically just pits at wide receiver but then at pick 10 things got fucking wild, and wide receivers started flying off the board. Mm -hmm. So the Jets who just got sauce pick up my 1A wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. The Saints then trade up into the first round to get a Lave, which, and at this point, I'm like having a hard time tracking everything because we're talking on the phone and stuff, and trades start going wild. Vikings are now on the clock at pick 12. What are they going to do? All of a sudden, it says the Lions are picking. And they traded back not like five or six picks. I, I say it out loud. I'm like, they had to have traded for the 32nd because that's the only other first round pick the, the Lions have, unless they're trading next year's first. So you guys trade back 20 picks, end up picking up fuck all, in my opinion. You pick up one extra pick. You moved a little bit, which T was sure to point out, <clears throat> but that doesn't matter to me what extra app actual like draft pick did you pick up and you picked up like what a third for moving back 20 picks was, and gifting them the number 1 deep threat in the draft
2: it was a tough trade it, it was a tough trade and Jamison Williams and I, I, honestly it's it's probably best for my um public fandom that we've had a little time to to chill on it because i was kind of mad about it as it was going down uh i'm hard, mad hard not to be because you know 12 is a high pick you can take care of something big you can you can go snag somebody that could potentially help the franchise uh for a long time and kyle hamilton was on the board sorry I to know, cut you off notre dame boy like and and you know we needed a safety and then we end up trading and i'm just gonna say it like we traded back in for lewis scene and, and so we did want a safety we checked the box you know later on we wanted a corner we checked the box um we we, we definitely we're getting people but to trade in the division with the lions and help them out. And then, uh, the next day, like, I'll, I'll just, just a little spoiler is like, we also did another trade with the
1: Packers. and um, gave them the second best deep threat wide receiver in the draft.
2: So, uh, it, it it's really, that was challenging. That was challenging. And in a way it's like, you go in and these guys are like, well, we won't be like Spielman. And then, if I'm just saying, and, and I like Spielman, I and Spielman I trust. So, like, I wasn't, I, I wish we could have kept Spielman, and I like Quacey, too. I'm not saying that, but I would have, if I could have just got rid of Zimmer and kept Spielman, I, I don't mind, frankly. I like the way he drafted, and what happens is Spielman was going for, like, analytics, and he would trade around and go into a draft and stack up and have, like, fucking 14 picks, and, like, eight of them are, like, sixth and seventh round, but, you know, like, that was an interesting strategy and I liked it. And in st- what, what uh, a Quasey said was we're not doing that. And then instead we trade twice in the division and stack, up, move around and stack up picks. Um, like when we traded back into the first round, it w- wasn't an amazing deal and it was to get a safety we could have gotten earlier. So it was just, it, it was just like a lot to take and it became a matter of like, okay, so battle and war, right. If, if to use the adage, so it didn't feel like we want a battle, but if these if these players work out, they work out. If we're so judging on the night, I'm not thrilled about the way we went about it. But that that might not mean anything six months from now. You know what I mean? I I don't want to nitpick a rookie GM and rookie head coach for their very first decisions, uh, just yet. So it's really I'm getting a nitpick. It's difficult. It's difficult.
1: Well, I. Th- Greatly said. Well said. Let me hit a couple more of the main uh, first-round themes, and then we'll get into the second round and stuff and start talking about our drafts more in depth. Um, The Tennessee Titans made a crazy move where they had A.J. Brown Mm. who needed to get paid, so they traded traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles and essentially – With the 18th pick, just that just grabbed AJ Brown like light and Traylon Burks. So there's another wide receiver off the board. Uh, Kenny Pickett, the first QB, goes to Pittsburgh. You have the Packers at 22, and you're like, okay, they're going to get one of these leftover uh, wide receiver guys. Wrong. They pick up two fucking Georgia defenders at the back of the first round. And I'll say this the Packers are building an absolute fucking unit on defense, Mm -hmm. and it's very frightening, and their defense is going to be really good and probably the best in the NFC North. However, how the fuck are you not getting a wide receiver? And did you hear the development about Devontae Adams? No, tell me. That just happened? So, I mean dude my cat is being a nut she's just knocking everything off the countertops because i'm not playing with her. i mean um, it sounds like a, so there's an been
2: friendly cat i'm just throwing it out there
1: she's got some character flaws nah. let's say that but she produces on the field let me tell you that so you there's again. been some Devonte adams uh i guess chatter so obviously aaron Rodgers is a pathological liar and like he's the whole like well i mean I I signed with the with no feeling like Devontae was gonna be there. But apparently the Packers <clears throat> and by the way, sorry, my throat is a bit raspy still from allergies and being sick. Apparently Devontae Adams was offered by the Packers the front loaded contract wherein the first two years were like more than he would be getting paid in uh by the Raiders. And he's he basically was just like, I want to leave. I don't want to play here so there's that um the Packers pick up two really good defensive players one of which has character concerns that being Devontae Wyatt I won't get into that it's just something I read so speaking of Kyle Hamilton the Ravens go god mode in this draft they sit pretty and wait trade back a bit they end up getting Kyle Hamilton then They trade Hollywood Brown. When they took him in the bottom of the first round three years ago, and then they get a bottom of the first round pick for him, plus I think something extra in the late, they take the best center in the draft, Tyler Linderbaum. So now they've got two top five players in the first 25 picks that they've taken, in my opinion. Um, Jermaine Johnson gets drafted by the Jets after a trade-up, so they get three very good players in the first. Uh, that was crazy. I think the Jets and uh, the other New York team had very, very good drafts. And then to finish out, Seen, number 32 for the Vikings. And here's the thing about that. And then we can start getting into our team drafts specifically and then other drafts we like and don't like. I don't dislike Louisine. In fact, I bought Luke a Lewisine jersey for the jersey bet. Finally made that purchase. Yeah, man, man. <clears throat> it's not gonna get there till July for some reason. However they
2: have to do confirm the Louis- number and make the jerseys, man. <clears throat> That's the uh, that and, makes sense. That and makes me sense. Me and you never cop first round draft pick jerseys normally, so this is a fun new process and I appreciate More of a it. money
1: situation.
2: Uh, well, uh, yeah, for sure, but I always I usually don't like gambling, but this I, this guy looks like a dog. And also it's not a gamble So here's you're the it for
1: thing. Me. I think Lewis scene is really good and i think he flies up and hits but he's a deep safety which fits because you already have a box safety in Harrison smith so he's a guy that played on a team that was chock full of really really good nfl talent and i just hope that some of these guys don't flame out because they had so many good players around them that they could just specialize lewis seen sometimes to me seems like a guy who can just fly in not break down and hit stick a guy because there's so many good dudes around him, forcing him out, slowing him down, uh, redirecting the runner or guys that can cover up for him. And I don't know if that's the case, but here's what I'm going to say about the Vikings. It should
2: be based on our acquisitions and our health and the way our defense should be shaping up.
1: Here's what I'll say about this, about what I hated about the Vikings draft. So like Luke said, you trade back 20 picks, and then you get a safety. When you needed a safety anyway, you must not have valued Kyle Hamilton. I personally like Kyle Hamilton more. And when you're dealing with like top-end talent, why would you give up that many spots? Then you have a top-of-the-second-round pick. You trade back again. We all know you need a corner. Corner was the number one thing. There's two guys left on the board. There's Andrew Booth, and there's Kyler Gordon. I admittedly did not know about Kyler Gordon much, if anything. I did know about Andrew Booth. My thing is this. I didn't like any of those Clemson guys the last like two years. And learning more about Andrew Booth, he's never been healthy his entire college career. He's rail thin, and he's had hernias every year. And that tells me this is a guy that's not going to hand, handle the rigors of an NFC North team. You guys trade back and get him when you could have took Kyler Gordon, who now I found out is a fucking badass who did ballet dance and kung fu and is lighting it up in the OTAs right now. He's lighting it up. I mean, you could have took you could have took Hamilton, you could have took Kyler Gordon. You'd have been good.
2: Let me tell you this too, and this is another uh a- another theory um that I don't know if it's been necessarily confirmed. I feel like they, they the reporters put it to to Kwesi, and he was kind of like, yeah. Um, when you have a quarterback under a big contract and when you have a lot of other players on big contracts and when you have a Justin Jefferson, you have to give a big contract too, I think there is um, an incentive to pick later. Um, if you can help it, if you have a guy that you like, if you like Lewis C almost as much as you like Kyle Hamilton and you don't have to pay him 12th overall uh, money versus 32 overall money, that's one of the, that's one of the, the things I've seen tossed around. And if that's the case, I mean, that is what it is. What can we do? We wanted them. We we got to pay Kirk. I I don't know if that's true,
1: but we <laughs> that did. Is so let,
2: let's let him. We did pay Kirk. Let me fix it. We did pay Kirk. You got to pay Zadarius Smith. You have to like uh, – you want to make these acquisitions, um, but you also want to check the boxes uh, in the draft. So I think if you look at it through that lens, then the draft makes a lot of sense on the moves they made.
1: I think well said. um that makes a lot of sense because the jump from pick twelve to pick thirty-two is a significant chunk of money. It's heartbreaking. Um, I will like, say, as a fan, but that, as a- that, if that's the case, um, you, I would just fucking hope and pray that these guys are what you want them to be because that that means that the situation is absolutely rat fucked in my opinion. If that's the case, that you can't take. Blue it, has talent to be. it has to be because you have to trade back because you can't afford it do you know what we're so paying you our just quarterback? Take, yes like and 50 do you know, million and do
2: you know what we what we need to pay justin jefferson very soon and i've like, been talking about so, it on said
1: podcast that we're too. on right now
2: and i look forward to the day but i don't
1: him. know if that's like if it's like the six million dollars <throat> in cap hit difference is it's worth it it's just a theory you know i've mean? Seen
2: tossed around i hear you
1: and also, I may be wrong because I know you got to move up into the second, which would have put you in position to get Kyler Gordon. I wasn't sure what your pick was beforehand. But I'm just saying, I don't like the Andrew Booth pick. Maybe he's good, but I think this guy's going to fucking flame out. I think he's going to be another corner that you guys draft and then doesn't fucking produce. And well, I'd rather get him at pick 42 than... So
2: much- like, you know what I mean? Like If that's the For case, 30. I'd rather it be that than... Than using one of three first round picks like with Rhodes, who was you know sturdy compared to a lot of them, or like you know Chris Cook, I think he was a second or third rounder. Um, like I, I don't know. I mean, I mean that does
1: make sense. It,
2: it, here's what's up, man. Like well, all uh, all all I can do is think about the fact that I wanted a safe. I wanted. A, uh, I didn't necessarily want a safety, but I like secondary, so I wanted secondary. I wanted corners. I wanted O line. I wanted linebackers. And we went and did all those things, so I, I'm okay with that. And when you end the night with one, two, three, four,
1: five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten picks, that's cool. yeah, I've got them picked. I've got them pulled up right
2: now. but but cool.
1: So so okay, let's unless you don't want to talk about it, let's talk about Ed Ingram, another sure. guy who I think was a terrible pick, and that you guys probably drafted. 50 60 70 picks ahead of where he should have went and he's got character concerns
2: i think a like, lot of a lot of things brian
1: asamoah drafted ahead of where he should have been a lot of things opinion. rub like,
2: me as <clears throat> the you know these guys are they're they're ripping it wide open a couple of young guns and they think they know what they're doing and they're either gonna look right or they're gonna have to do it a different way next year but i think if, if you're in a spot where they're like Keys of the Kingdom, which is insane, but I think I get that looks like what's that the Wilfs have said, Keys of the Kingdom to O'Connell and Quaysey. The Um, Wilfs. Um. So it's Keys of the Kingdom, and not only that, you're not getting fired after one year. It's not happening. The Vikings don't fuck that way. So you may as well in a in a draft that's spotty and not necessarily full of stars like the year before. I could see rolling with this kind of roulette wheel strategy. You know what I mean? Where you're like, you know, who knows? These guys could be good too, but um, we'll know a lot more uh, in the fall. And that's the other part that is just a little frustrating about it all.
1: All right. So this has been my, my allergies are fucking wild right now. I apologize for sneezing. It may happen again. I'll just say this. <clears throat> I have been very high on multiple Vikings drafts in the past. That can't be denied. I have sung the praises when I thought it should be sung. Um, there were a couple picks in the later rounds I thought were really, really good. I thought Ty Chandler from North Carolina, the running back. Vidarian Lowe from Illinois, the offensive tackle. Uh, I know the Bears were high on him. Jalen Naylor, I think, is kind of cool. I liked him in Michigan State. That's a cool pickup. However, I think the Vikings were one of the worst drafts in the NFL this this season. I think they had one of the worst drafts. I think there's, in my opinion, probably bottom five in, in my personal. Really,
2: I think that's yeah. I think, I think it harsh. was. I
1: think you guys did so fucking bad, and 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 trading back twice at the beginning with a division rival and exactly. actually not even getting a good exactly. good compensation and then drafting guys with personal like character concerns, drafting him ahead. They're not really answering
2: like the, for it either, like, which was weird. Just
1: uh, like, hedging and saying, like, well, we're from the same place and stuff. Like, So I like some of your later picks, and I like Brian Asamoah. I think he's good. I think he's a run-and-hit guy. However, you guys just didn't draft guys with the correct value for where they're at. So... Let me tell you this, though.
2: Let me say this to you real fast. When you're a team with with pretty much the same roster, before, before you pick up any of these young guns, right, and you look at the new regime coming in and inheriting those players in a squad that lost by a very low margin and was in most of the games they're in, all you're doing is improving them at that point. If you're thinking about it from that perspective, like... and you're probably not because why would you be you're a bears fan but it not only that not the biggest hill to get up it's not the biggest hill to get up over so i understand like i understand being like we already have a great team these specific pieces complement it we're not we don't need to reinvent the wheel like if that's what they're doing because it on paper i mean
1: i get where you're coming from but let me just say from my point of view it's not anti-viking it's if you have a good team and you can add a couple pieces to make it, it's only gonna get better is what you're saying like sure, but like would you rather have proper process getting proper players at the proper value? or would you have rather have shit process getting okay players or character concerned players uh, with terrible well, value helping like your it. division rivals? And still getting better, I guess. Like you got I said, your guys. like
2: I said, no, it was like, not a fun night. Like we didn't feel like we won the evening. Mm. I, I didn't enjoy how I felt in April. But if I have a sick, if I'm well, but if like if I'm sick to my stomach in in fucking late April, but I'm happy as a fucking clam when we're in the playoffs. I don't care. I'll be sick to my stomach every year if they know what's up and I don't. Like I mean, that's what you hope for, yeah. So we'll see, and it's hard, and it's hard. So right now, I'm just waffling, like I'm in the middle. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I feel pretty fucking good because this team is a team last year that when we lost, it was by like single digits a lot, and and played just fine in the division. So I'm not. If you get anybody who's not Mike Zimmer's grimacing ass that last season. I was talking to T, and I was just like, "You remember the shit he said about Kellen Mond? That was so fucked up.
1: Like he was wild. He he had just lost
2: it. He had just lost it, and he was wild. That's a dude I loved. I defended tooth and nail for a really long time. So I I think um, just that new energy is great. Um, oh, I remembered what I wanted to talk to you about. We can get
1: to it, but um, oh, I got to talk about the Bears draft too. All right, yeah, go ahead. All right, so <clears throat> that's I mean apologies not apologies whatever we're division rivals man i've said so many good things about vikings drafts in the past i just have to say my honest truth because it's Please. on it's on it's on vinyl at some point with these podcasts. i was way so, pissier
2: about it when it was happening i have the clarity of weeks i know i in mean who, to be fair
1: to be nice because i was really pissed off that
2: i'll be honest transparently i was really pissed off that to, when it was
1: happening. to be fair we were on the same page, and and T was contorting himself like a fucking Vegas performer we, we to, like, were... fit these narratives. Look, I get where you're coming from. I guess I was just saying, like, that's just a cool way to, like, reframe you guys did a shitty job. I mean, and I'm sorry to say it. Like, you I get what you're saying. Be. Like, They're at the... the end, like, all that matters is the is the result.
2: Sure. And also the mm. point of the show is for us to, like, conflict. So I, Disagree. I want, I want yeah. you to talk shit. It's fine.
1: I, I don't care oh dude 49ers week one prime time did you know the fucking luke and aiden bulls prime time oh I, know.
2: I was thinking i was thinking uh me you and t should go to vegas that weekend it's labor day
1: <sighs> all right i'm wouldn't gonna that, try to do it
2: wouldn't that be so fun
1: it would be. I'm gonna try to do it because I
2: feel like I feel like that might be more neutral than having you come to L. A. Because then T
1: would could. Come well, I to want it. to come. I want to come to L. A. It's just a money thing. I know, but I we could go to a sport. Thing. We could
2: go to a sports book or something.
1: And I know Vegas.
2: Yeah, that's why I, was, I said that to Taylor last night. I was like, Aiden's comfortable in a city. He knows.
1: I'm comfortable in L.A.
2: I know, but if you haven't been here. I Even mean, you lived in Vegas. It's like it's like it'd be like me going to chicago like i could
1: right at least at least i visited i it helps it helps me mentally prepare for shit if i visited so like i i know a little bit about what the dynamic is and i know la is hectic as fuck um get used to it stressful but vegas i have no qualms with vegas i was thinking about vegas might is not fun. that bad
2: because i'd love to like it's it's like opening a college weekend we could bet on a few games or something
1: um, dude week one is the best week to to gamble and do parlays because it's all the shitty teams are playing mm-hmm. it's like all the all the fucking max schools are playing the fucking power five I'll, and I'll i almost won two. hundreds all right we got to try to make it happen fuck that's gonna be a quick turnaround because what's the it'll be saturday right it's
2: a september 3rd it's my sister's birthday is um, that on a
1: saturday
2: yeah well probably i don't know
1: yeah saturday so yeah i'll just have to leave like friday night or friday after class whatever my schedule is and i'll have to bounce back on sunday
2: you have to go back on sunday how come
1: because i have class
2: i think it's labor day weekend
1: oh (laughs) that'd be fucking nice that's what i'm saying you should have
2: you should have monday
1: okay she would be so pissed but it would be way better oh, if she it was come just me, you
2: if she me. wants yeah but i mean like i i nah. figured just like the three dudes would be really fun
1: nah just nah. the guys or i'm not coming yeah if miranda's there i'm not coming Don't tell me about it. if she's there drinking jack and coke and throwing up on me i wish
2: it was jack it's not she's like proper
1: number <laughs> 12 whiskey miranda just goes it should have been you ah! in my ear well, what does that mean I don't know. Apparently you think me and her have a thing. No,
2: Taylor does. That, it that, should have been you. Aiden. Taylor, Taylor thinks that she's in love with you.
1: She's like, my baby should have been yours.
2: I mean, when Taylor laid it out, I was like, Oh, that makes sense. I guess she, she does. Uh, she's, I guess she is only happy when she talks to Hayden. So that's a good point.
1: It made me feel very weird when I started thinking about it. Cause I had not even considered that before. Cause I obviously am not putting anything out there whatsoever. And I'm just trying to be nice. Mm -hmm. um all right we can we can bring it back let me talk about the bears all right all right but after i do the bears i'll let you talk for a few minutes so i can hit this babe cool bring us back whenever all right we will go in three two one getting back into it so to talk about the bears draft um coming in the Brian Poles, new GM, Matt Eberflus, new head coach. We only had six picks, two seconds, a third, I believe, like a few later picks, no fourth. So going in, we knew that we had a lot of holes. We had a huge chunk of the roster missing. Um, we needed to fill a lot of spots. We needed more bodies. So later in the draft, I thought Poles did some excellent things with the with the trades he made. However, at the time in the second round, this would have been day two of the draft, I was a bit concerned with the picks that he made. So his first pick, and by the way, he sits Pat at number 39 and number 48 in the second, makes no trades. Um, I wanted him to, and there were guys on the board that I really wanted him to draft, notably George Pickens at the time, because I really, really, really wanted us to get a wide receiver one. I thought that was super important instead he gets kyler gordon at number 39 after the vikings traded past the bears to get booth after um, i've talked about tyler or kyler gordon i didn't know much about him going into this draft i don't follow a lot of pack 12 games i'm gonna be honest i did more so when i was on the west coast their later games it's a lot of times, a lesser conference in terms of what they're putting on the field. Sometimes the Pac-12 hasn't been <clears throat> hasn't been all that. Since it's we just were what like it is. School, like it's, yeah, exactly. It just hasn't been a super great conference in a while. However, a lot of passing attacks, a lot of good secondary players coming from Washington, coming from Utah. Um, so Oregon, there was a
2: hot second there where Oregon was just Oregon. so
1: fire and was a was a little factory. They're not well, like Well, it, happen- it just dead so happened to anything. be in 2012 the the Urban Meyer led Buckeyes put a into that Mariota put an end into that, my friend. No. Literally. And then Chip Kelly went to the NFL. I know. And that was what an interesting time. They had such fuego uniform combos and now they still do but no one talks about it. Isn't that crazy? I it know. doesn't
2: matter if you're not winning games. Taylor's pal goes to uh law school <clears throat> at Oregon. I'm dying to go to a game. Just cause like, God, oof. that'd be fun. Oof. And Oregon so is beautiful. we get, what Oh,
1: I know. And I heard their campus is awesome. So Kyler Gordon, I didn't know much about him, but now it kind of is reminiscent of the Jalen Johnson pick. Another pack guy that we got in the later second who ended up being very good. And I, everything I've learned about Kyler Gordon is telling me that this guy is going to be a fucking killer. He's got incredible athleticism and kinesthetic intelligence. Uh, He's super, super fluid, got incredible hops. Um, He tested a little bit poorly in the speed department, but apparently that's never been an issue, and that was just a slow time. Uh, Next is a little bit more concerning, because at 48, George Pickens was still there, and there were a couple other guys, and instead we got Jaquan Brisker, another secondary guy, a safety, which is a lesser value position. That said, I think Jaquan Brisker's fucking awesome, and I think you're getting a Jamal Adams light in this kind of guy in terms of leadership acumen. Man. I think Penn State's secondary was freaking awesome this year with Joey Porter Jr. And he was the unquestioned leader of that whole defense. He made game-sealing uh, winning plays. He's a very good player. In my opinion, a better player right now than Kyler Gordon anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm like happy to get him. I actually liked him more than Seen. That's just me though. I think Scene's very good. I liked Jaquan Brisker more. Then in the third round, we get Bayless Jones, admittedly a 25-year-old gadget special teams guy. So he's super fast. He has ability. It's one of those things where this guy was a four-year running back at USC, transferred to Tennessee and played wide receiver for one year and did pretty damn well. And he runs a four-three-one, except he's not a skinny fast. Like usually with these wide receivers, they're skinny fast. He's elite speed, but he's, like, 210 pounds and, like, 5'11". And he, he, like, busts dudes. So what that tells me is they're trying to find a guy who they can dump off the ball to and get the ball out of Justin Fields' hands and pick up easy yards. And if that's the case, I'm happy with it. Later in the draft, the Bears traded a bunch, traded down. They got four offensive linemen and some other guys who I'm very happy about. Um, I don't necessarily need to go too in-depth on all these guys, you basically got a lot of college tackles that are going to convert mostly to guard. Hopefully, a couple of them hit. Um, Elijah Hicks was fucking awesome from California. He's super, super likable in his personality. Did you see the video that he took? Which one?
2: Uh Oh, was it when he like was out on the, the deck?
1: On the deck, and he busts out some push-ups? Yeah. He's like, yo, I'm so excited to be here. He's like, yeah. I just... I just, and he starts so doing pushups funny, and everyone's yeah. like, yeah,
2: that's what you yeah. like. Yeah. And then he gets up, like.
1: he goes, yeah, I just want you to know I'm really like that. Ah. And then he's, he is so funny. That's he's got, he, he has nonprofit like, um, volunteering slash, uh, donating type shit he did in college. He's a captain. Two of our guys were pac 12, um, all, first teamers and he was one of them and Kyler Gordon was one of them. So that's cool. Two of the guys we got were special teams players of the year in their conference with Valus Jones and Tristan Ebner. So, like, the guys we got, all clean, off the field, all good leaders, also brought special teams acumen. So we're just building out the roster and trying to reset the culture. And I had up and down thoughts on this draft. However, this draft was handled how I would have handled a draft. And for that, I think Ryan Poles is doing pretty much everything I would do other than not trying to get a number one wideout. So I cannot fault the guy. I'm a little bit dubious of the first three picks. However, I think he did a killer job later and now we can move on. Sorry.
2: No, I I think that's, um, I think that's well put very succinct. Um, and you know, you don't have to waffle as much as me. So that's good. Nekobi
1: Dean fell to the third round.
2: I wanna um also just like talk <laughs> about some of the amazing fits that, that happened. Like um, you know, neither of us are Michigan fans, uh, nor are we Lions fans, but Aiden Hutchinson going from Michigan to the Lions is sweet. See, and, that makes me
1: shiver when I hear it. And the
2: Lions uh continue to eat, um, because they also got gift wrapped that receiver from us who while he while he is hurt Jamison Williams. While he is yes, while he is hurt, um that he ain't gonna be hurt forever. And that's a, that's a team that I'm like, I got eyes on. I think they're a dark horse to, are you
1: ready for, I think, well said, are you ready for my rankings of drafts in the NFC North who did the best and the worst? One more thing. I just
2: wanted to mention, I, I I really like uh, Kenny Pickett for the uh, Steelers. Oh, good fit. It's it's phenomenal. Uh, Like don't, it doesn't even have to fucking change stadiums from pit to pit. It's beautiful. Um, He's got tiny hands. Who the
1: fuck cares? Like It's, it's just a, funny to talk y- your about. Your boy
2: Burrow has small hands.
1: <clears throat> I'm in that pocket like Burrow. Dude, they're not even comparable. Burrow transcends um, body type transcends race transcends let me tell you this position even
2: yeah but you know what burrow Mm -hmm. burrow has to be everything somebody who walks into an organization with a head coach who's been there for as long as he has who's never had a losing season somebody who walks into a fucking organization that 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 knows how to win super bowls like you don't have to be joe burrow like fucking you can you can not even be a hall of famer necessarily if you can just fucking figure it out and let Mike Tomlin and a defense walk that walk that talk for you. You know what I mean? Like, I I I I think the Steelers are <clears throat> always dangerous, and the only thing they're the only thing that made them look so uh, exposed was anytime Ben was out, they they never had a backup. So now they they have not only a first rounder that could start, but they have Mitch Trubisky, who's a very solid uh, guy to have in there, and then they also have. Um, uh, it's not Mason Rudolph. Uh, but Mason Rudolph is, is that who it is? I thought there was one other guy. Yeah,
1: there. they had Dwayne Haskins,
2: buddy. I I know. I and and rest in mm-hmm. peace, Dwayne Haskins. Of course, I I think I was getting it's confused. it's
1: Mitch Mason Rudolph, and they had Duck Hodges, but he's gone.
2: I think I was getting confused about mm-hmm. the Jacoby Brissett acquisition in Cleveland. Yeah, because
1: well, good.
2: Uh, because that that room is just chock full because they got Deshaun and. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, uh, while still having Baker on the roster, like Baker's like I'd like to be traded, and instead they got two more quarterbacks and haven't done anything with him
1: Unless you don't want to because you don't like him as much. I'd actually like to talk about Baker Mayfield <clears throat> because I'd love to. Talk you about. have it's very What curious. team? What team needs Baker Mayfield right now? I don't know if anybody the Seahawks needs and that's it.
2: I don't know if anybody needs him. <clears throat> like that's the thing. It's like what are they going to need... do with him? Are they, they going to carry him for
1: eighteen million dollars? guaranteed? No.
2: Well, maybe. I mean, obviously, money's no fucking object over there, right? So, um, but even, but even if, look, man, Deshaun Watson is meeting with the league right now. Um, meetings began yesterday or the day before with the league to find out whether or not he violated league conduct policy and whether or not he's going to get. Any suspension from the league. That's nonwithstanding about Dude, what's happening total. and unfolding legally, but it has to be cleared. Get this, you'll love the sentence. He uh it has to be this has to happen and get cleared by the league because Deshaun wants to take his teammates to go on a like a like a training retreat in the Bahamas. So uh pretty intriguing. Uh, Baker and, Mayfield
1: said no, thank you.
2: Well, I strongly believe that. And I also think that even if did. Deshaun even if Deshaun does get um, suspended, it'll be Brissette or somebody else playing. It won't be. Brissette. I was just going to ask you. So and and it, that's that, so that's not my milter. take. I think that's not my take. I think I heard. I think I stole that from Keyshawn Johnson from NFL Live yesterday.
1: Well <laughs> Maybe said, it was Marcus like, but, Spears.
2: I don't know one of those. But that's geniuses. a real
1: mind melter. Like, could you imagine? I would assume Deshaun Watson gets suspended for at least a few games, hopefully, and then you're just going to have all the narrative be Baker Mayfield holding the fucking collar of his shoulder pads on the sideline constantly, especially whenever a bad play from Brissett is happening because they're not going to cut him if he's guaranteed the contract. And I don't foresee any teams trading for him right now because I think the the league is not super high on him. So we saw the, the quarterbacks in this draft were wildly more undervalued than we thought they would be. I think Malik Willis lasted until, what, the third round of the Titans?
2: It's an amazing it's an amazing grab if you're them. Why not? Like, so why what's
1: not? G- I just – no, I know, and I thought that was awesome, even though Tannehill was a little bitch boy about it. But yeah, I just don't we, know. We,
2: we can go ahead and cover that too because that's made waves. Uh, it made waves when he first said it, and then everybody weighed in. Like, Tannehill was like – and, you know, I actually don't think the way he said it was all that bad. It's just that we are in this era where – you have to fill NFL-centered content on like on like a 24-hour basis. So any headline is that is is you know we we dive on it. But he was kind of paraphrasing said that it's not his responsibility to. Uh, mentor Malik Willis, and that's a guy who's in competition, who's trying to win a starting job, who's a grown man, who's got a family to provide for, who has been in this league and served and had and had more than one renaissance, to be honest, um, or at least one and, and hopefully working on a second, at least in his head. So, um, but Malik Willis is a young gun, and and I think people have pretty high expectations for him, uh, especially for somebody you are gra- able to grab so late. so like, cause he was one of the only other hot commodities in the draft. We talked about Pickett. And we talked about him. This isn't like Trevor Lawrence. This isn't. Uh, this isn't one of those drafts. You know what I mean? So, it's not mm-hmm. a fucking Andrew Luck RG three thing. It's a oh here's Pickett who in the right spot could be solid, and then here's Malik Willis who in the right spot could be big.
1: Not a big Desmond Ritter guy. Okay, I don't think he's gonna like. Who'd the he League go to Atlanta Falcons?
2: And 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 that's a solid grab because you're quarterback needy, but correct. I I don't know enough about the guy. Um, I would take
1: Mariota over him, in
2: my opinion. Good to
1: know. Even a even an older Mariota who doesn't seem too interested in being like be one as much well, they, as like maybe when he was the second pick in the draft.
2: They talked to Malik uh, like three, three, four days ago, uh and he was like, "I didn't even." He's like, I, "He was really cool about it about the the comments from Tannehill. He's like, I didn't even realize it was a big thing until back to Malik Willis, sorry, right? Like that, <clears throat> that you Dude, my guys, throat uh, is jacked up until you know people brought it to me. He's like, "No, it's fine," and and it's a competition and it's cool. And honestly. I don't think I don't know if Malik Willis should be the day one starter. Like he should he should he should I don't. watch and learn the way anybody does at a job, you know what I mean? And and learn some stuff. And uh, he could be good. He
1: totally could be good. However, that offense is a run and gun predicated on feeding Derrick Henry. And I mean, I have consistently stated I don't think Tana Hill is very good, and I think his resurgence is absolutely the product of the system. And leaning on a running game that is terrifying to defenses, he has some running ability and he can get on the move and hit guys. Well, it he doesn't do very well without Henry. But like Tannehill, Malik Willis not? could. No, I'm st- I'm saying that. Oh, okay. I was like,
2: yeah, it sounds like Tannehill. All right, got it. Yeah, that good is. Go. Ta- good this is what goodness goodness I'm goodness goodness saying.
1: This is this is Tannehill. I don't even think he's very good. I think he's benefiting off Derek Henry's greatness. I think, however, Tannehill is an American Willis...
2: success story. I respect huh. him Malik, so goddamn much.
1: Malik Willis has slightly like higher athletic upside. I think him with and he's smaller. He's he's a pretty small guy though. But pairing him with a few options every once in a while with Derrick Henry and some sub packages, sure. why not? And then working him in could be great. Um, but that's gonna apparently affect Tannehill's psyche. He he seems to be one of those QBs <sighs> no, that he's not like as bad. Dude, he wins. would not have said. He wouldn't have said that if he wasn't worried. Trust me. They all know how that comes off. What he's doing is he's worried, so he's trying to feign confidence, do overconfident.
2: You, do you remember what <clears throat> how Brett Favre was about Aaron Rodgers? And do you remember how yeah, Brett about Aaron Rodgers
1: was about Jordan Love? Brett Brett Okay, but these that I I say that's slightly different because they're egomaniacs. But I'm saying but I don't think Tannehill's an egomaniac. But, I think but, he's shaking in his little boots, I his think little cowboy boots. Texas a It struck me
2: as Tannehill trying to pull. You know, you you do what the the badasses do, and when you think about how do yeah, I feel about seen- this. Ahead, I, I, it just struck me as like he was doing the brett Favre thing and and i think correct he's doing, and i think he's doing that to i don't think it's feigning confidence i think he's like
1: i do i think I've when seen people, the people try to I do look the to brett Favre,
2: do that they're so i'm going to do that you i think, think that's feigning
1: a, yes i think a fuckload of qbs have done shit like this trying to feign a brett Favre. Aaron well, you Rogers. have to the say it when he finished though like Let me finish, though, because Brett Favre was Brett Favre because he was a fucking killer and spoke his mind and shit. And everyone's like, that's how I should be. And I'm implying that they don't have that same cutthroat mentality. Like, Aaron Rodgers has always been great. So when he says it, it's true. Like, but these guys are trying to be them. They're trying to fake it. They're Mm -hmm. they're saying in their head, they're like, this is what I have to do to look like that. But But what they're really thinking is, yes, I don't think he believes it. I think he's scared. I don't think Brett Favre was ever scared. I don't think Aaron Rodgers was I ever think scared. I think Brett
2: Favre was scared. I think and and, and has reason I to be because he
1: did get ousted for Aaron Rodgers. I think Tannehill's feigning it.
2: Fair enough. I mean Tannehill's not going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, but I I just feel like, you know, and it's just like everybody everybody who gets drafted now or doesn't get drafted where they want, they pull the Peyton Manning line. Or like you know, like if you don't draft me, I'll yeah. kick your ass. I mean, it's so like everybody's doing. But that's this. what I'm saying, okay. and I think it's fake. Okay, I'm with you. That I, I, you know I, I, mean? like, I, I see what you do. You know what I mean? Though, like I think
1: you can tell when the guy is the guy. Like you could tell Peyton Manning was the guy, even though he sucked his rookie year, but he made it happen. And then people try to be them. Let me. I want this. the guy that is the guy.
2: I think Tannehill's saying one comment, and if you watch the way he said it, I don't think it's that bad. Like I think him doing that in and and it's a one off is way more like confident. I know I know what I'm doing. Energy than like than like the way Baker's been on podcasts talking about stuff and the way like the way Roger <laughs> goes on shows and like you know what I mean like all that other stuff. Like I think Tanhill said one thing about it and it wasn't and it was because a reporter brought it up. He didn't bring it up. Like I I don't I don't think he's shaking in his boots. I really don't. I think he knows that he's the starter right now and I think he's you know like he's probably worried you have a young gun coming for your job but and he's old
1: why say that at all why not just say i'm confident what what, what about what andy dalton did last year and i know that's such a fucking laughable situation qb1 tweeted out by the fucking team laughable what happened with justin fields and andy dalton but andy dalton did it the right way and you clowned it. I remember what, what he was, was saying. The like, right
2: way when he was like, he looked like an idiot. Like, he was like, ah, oh, well, I'm just, I came here to be a starter. I was told I was a starter. So. Correct. That's so lame. what I'm saying. No,
1: no, listen. So, what I'm saying is, why can't Tannehill say, like, I feel as if I'm the starter? I'm confident in that. Um, I will help the new guys as much as possible. I feel like. Um, if he's willing to be an empty cup, I will give him as much as I can. If he's if he wants to learn, um. At the same time, though, we are going to be competing, and I do feel confident. That's like almost, what's wrong with do, saying that?
2: That is almost word for word what he said.
1: Is that okay? Is it?
2: That is almost word for word what Tannehill said. Tannehill said. I
1: apologize. I'm just like. Then I apologize. I'm just didn't listen to the audio. I only read about
2: it. He I'm said. Sorry. Well, no, he said. He's like, look, Maybe uh, I'm wiling. He's like, look, I, I, I don't feel like he, he he one often said i don't feel like it's my job to mentor him but if he ends up learning something along the way then that's great like you know what i mean like he aside from the one line that everybody took and ran with about the it's not my job to to mentor him or whatever like the rest of it is what you said i mean am i a
1: victim of misinformation i think everybody
2: flipped out when they saw that headline
1: all right luke I'm not much of a... I try not to be a flip-flopper, but if that's the case, I'm going to have to Well, apologize. just watch the clip, and then you can, you can talk you about it. Because you were right, I will watch the clip after yeah. that. And you're right, there were things Andy Dalton said that were corny and lame, but I just... I remember at the time, like, there's ways of taking this, and I think he handled it okay. Even though it's corny, like it's as long as he you're got put playing in a both sides situation and he put in a it was not his fault situation. it was not his no. fault the situation no and, and, and what he did the
2: rest to the of magnitude. the season this is not to the magnitude just to yeah like you traded up different to get you try a to franchise compare.
1: quarterback like you know what i mean but, it's just fun to talk about yeah i feel like an idiot now
2: no i mean i, I mean it's possible that maybe i'm a. Uh, like, I-, I could be defending it too much. I don't know. I- I'd be interested I think we can agree, but...
1: though. My original sentiment is a lot of these guys try to mimic the greats in, yes. in this, like, false sense of confidence that they feel needs to be presented so the narrative will be that they have it. Mm-hmm. And I can almost always tell when it's fake, sure. is what I'm saying. And I no, shouldn't I comment. If I haven't actually watched the interview, that's my bad. No, I didn't, no. I just read about it, so... But, I I, mean, I, like, I I'm going off of historically my views on Tannehill to begin with. The tirades I never found him to be great.
2: The tirades went crazy, like it was like like Kurt Warner was like, and I love Kurt Warner, but he was mm-hmm. like, I'll mentor any young quarterback. I was like, come to me, I'll mentor you.
1: Then like I'll, I'll be your stuff. uncle.
2: Yeah, like, and all that stuff, and I'm like, all right, like, I get you guys, but this is this is a guy trying to trying to eat, too. And Luke,
1: so- imagine not getting your morning coffee, like, because of a clerical error, and they're like, all right, you're up, and you go up to the podium, you're like, all right, good morning, yeah. and someone asks you about this new core break, you're like, I yeah. mean, you know, it's, I don't, like, really necessarily feel like it's my job imagine. in this room, Yeah, like, I, if he learns, and they're like... Can you believe what he just said? And it's, then, like, you just – because you missed your cup of coffee, like, now you're like done.
2: That. It's something – I think about that all the time. I think about, like, how, you know, these players are forced into so many interviews. And don't get me wrong. They're well-paid. But, like, um they get put into so many. And it's, like, the odds of you saying something dumb on accident are so high. Like, because, because you're always ta- in front of a fucking microphone. Like – If Aiden says something dumb on here, I cut it right out. You know what I mean? That's true. It's been done. (laughs) You'll never know. You'll never fucking. And he's such
1: a good editor, you wouldn't even know. Oh, thanks, man.
2: Um, I say dumb stuff too, but regardless, uh, roll. We have we have to wrap up soon because I got to get to work. Yeah, that's what um, I thought the everybody did made a big song and dance about the schedule release and it became like a big show with a lot of people doing all these crazy ass videos um i know brad sent us the chargers one which was definitely won
1: the day it was like the big anime. it was really I mean, cool very it was an well done. entire animated feature mm-hmm. it, was it was very well done
2: pretty terrific the vikings had john randall uh go through all of it doing all this crazy shit which was which was solid here's the thing I don't need all that and I don't know if if I need I don't know if I need it but whatever
1: if if it's good TV and
2: people are into it rock on um, That's not
1: for me. I'm a, I'll care. watch. I'll watch the entire NFL draft, but just give me the schedule and we'll I was play like, it.
2: I was like, "Give me a fucking." Uh, can I just have a PDF of the schedule so I can look at the games instead of you going <laughs> Luke, week by week in a video? I just right. want to see the games. Uh, I just, you
1: know what, it reminded me of when we were like in the hallways of some random middle school or high school for me uh, for wrestling, and they would put up the tournament brackets right. with like after all the coaches would go into a classroom to do the seating, like <laughs> based off hearsay and then it just be names like all right cool this is my path let's go do it like you're just waiting to see if you have to wait longer or if you already are on deck or like yeah all right let's go like okay 103s are going first all right i'm up any games that you're into that you saw your games or primetime games or So it's fun that we're going to be playing San Francisco week one. I think that's a cool one, especially because Justin Fields, some of his best highlights came against San Francisco last year. I think they'll maybe have Trey Lance week one. We we played the Vikings week two. No, Green Bay week two, the Vikings week five. Mm -hmm. And that seems early we've been playing the Vikings at the end of the season a lot lately mm-hmm. in green Bay too. So that's cool to have a green Bay night game at 7:20 on week two, but a mm-hmm. hell of an opening slate. Those are two really good games, Uh playoff teams in the first two weeks.
2: Yeah. in my household and like with, and also my extended household, cause like my mom and stuff like that, we were immediately like, what game are we going to go to? And a lot of buzz was about Thanksgiving night. Vikings are hosting a primetime night game on Thanksgiving In Minnesota uh, against the Patriots, which I thought was sicker than hell. We thought about going to it. I don't think we are. Um, Maybe we might hit that uh, Vikes Bears game on um, 10-9, which would be pretty sick. Um, I mean, the schedule looks uh, a little daunting for for me, but I'm really excited. Um, I think there's a lot of cool stuff. I think, like, Wilson plays, like, I think he plays the Seahawks. I could be wrong um i know yes Car- i know carson wentz goes and plays in philly which will be interesting um
1: oh god he's yeah. like one other fuck up removed from that team now so like i feel like the luster has like been lost a bit for I his think philly we, reunion
2: i think we kick off with brady i feel uh and, and and so i'm really excited to see what that team does this year with uh the new head coach there's so much to look forward to. I, I mean, I, I can't fucking wait, to be honest with you.
1: Dude, real quick, after perusing this, the Bears are going to have a Saturday Christmas Eve game against Buffalo at Buffalo, so that's oh, going to be snowy, snowy, hopefully. And we're, we're getting a late bye week. Looks like it's going to be like week 14 or 15. And then what? to end the season, yeah, I know, which is – good if we're going to the playoffs but we're I not i mean going to the playoffs. it's fucking horrifying um, if you're not exactly so to end the season we have detroit and then uh at home against minnesota for the last game of the season
2: yuck we have to end in soldier field
1: i know i had to point that out i can't wait i love holiday games there's
2: a lot of them there's there's christmas eve and christmas day games this year um bikes have a thanksgiving game um i'm i'm over the moon about it so can't wait i before we get out real quick
1: do you want to talk about the saints recent acquisitions i know you would wanted to mention that
2: oh i thought it was cool I, i was jealous about them getting matthew but after we got seen i didn't care you know what i mean like once we had seen i was like but the whole off season i was hoping to god i was like the vikings would should totally go grab the
1: honey badger why not um, yeah, they got uh, him and Jarvis Landry, some real NOLA boys.
2: And speaking of NOLA boys, I, I know Drew Brees' tweet has been said it might have been just a joke, but did you see it?
1: Uh, I didn't read it. It's another one of those Tannehill things where I've I've seen about it. Here's the thing. You tell me about it, but I don't really want to see Drew Brees play football again.
2: No, I don't, I don't necessarily either, but I don't blame him for being like, I mean, now that the team's built up again, it'd be hard not to. Um, nah he just like kind of said that, I don't know what I'm doing. I could be an NBC analyst. I could play again. And then he said, he's like, I could do a pickleball turn or some bullshit like that. So when he did the it other did. one, I was like, oh, he's yeah. fucking around. But, um, I thought it was definitely intriguing uh, in an, o- in the off season. That's all I need is a little bit of a uh, intrigue. So.
1: Just a little bit. I just so don't want to see him play football again because the end of watching him play was very, very gross. It was pretty ugly. Just let it be.
2: Um, I also uh, – the the NBA playoffs are happening, so I'm cheating on the NFL a little. It's great. Like, this is good this Yeah, that's not
1: for me, but I did see – uh, Luca was just absolutely like laughing in people's faces.
2: Yeah, it was awesome. And then last night, the Warriors took the Mavs' lunch. It was a tough. It was a tough game. One. It's it's fun. It, it, the, that because I, and I was telling Taylor, she's like, "Wow, you seem interested in this." And I'm like, "I am," because it seems as though the NBA players like they care, but they don't really give a fuck until the playoffs, and then everybody's just bawling. And it's like fucking amazing to watch. It's so intense
1: maybe i should look into it
2: i mean there's
1: flash i won't
2: they're both in the conference finals it's a pretty good time too
1: this is the finals or it's the semifinals. conference
2: finals for each for, okay. so there's four teams left and well, the nh fun. the NHL's in their stanley cup deep playoffs too which i don't really follow as hard but there's just a lot of good sports on right now good tv is good tv
1: this is nflmao
2: nhlmao <laughs> all right uh for nflmao i've been
1: luke I've been in Luke's right, gotta well. get to work. Yeah, I'll talk to you and every we woke up late. All right.